Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everybody. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, the legendary Indiana Sports Talk, starting its 30th season on the air. Coming up, we have more racing to talk about, more football to talk about. Colts in action tomorrow with Buffalo. We'll talk more about that right now, though. He's the star of the show because he has all the information you desperately need on a Friday night. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you tonight as we are another week closer to the start of high school football season. That'll be next Friday night. Let's recap some Major League Baseball scores right now in Chicago. The White Sox and the Milwaukee Brewers, they are headed to the top of the ninth inning, and they are all tied up at six apiece. This has been a back-and-forth game so far. The Brewers struck first in the first inning in the top half, and then the White Sox countered with two in the bottom half. At one point, the White Sox were leading 5-2, to two, and then the Milwaukee Brewers just do what they do. They came back, eventually took a 6-5 to five advantage before the Chicago White Sox tied it in the bottom of the seventh with an RBI from Andrew Vaughn diving into the numbers in this one. Eloy Jimenez has been a menace offensively. He has three hits, including a home run. He's drove in two runs, and he scored three times. Tim Anderson also has an RBI. Juan Moncada, Andrew Vaughn, Yasmani Grandal have all registered RBIs for the White Sox. Michael Kopech got the start. And he went four and a third. He gave up four earned runs. On the other side of things, Milwaukee rolled out their best pitcher in Corbin Burns. He went five and two-thirds innings. He gave up five earned runs on eight hits. That game is now in the top of the ninth, tied at six apiece. The Cleveland Guardians-Tampa Bay Rays game combines to score 17 total runs with the Rays finishing on top. Nine to eight was the final. And this was a walk-off win variety for the Tampa Bay Rays, Wander Franco hit a solo home run in the bottom of the ninth inning that gave the Rays that 9-8 win. When you look at it offensively, he was their main source. He drove in three runs. Isaac Paredes drove in two with a two-run home run. Manuel Margot drove in one as well as Randy Arozarena and Yandy Diaz. Offensively for the Guardians, a lot of players had hits. Six of the nine starters specifically, Miles Straw, Clubbed his first home run of the season. He drove in two runs with that home run. Steven Quam and Andres Jimenez, each with RBIs. Cleveland is now 56 and 61. The Tampa Bay Rays are 70 and 48. In the bottom of the seventh inning out in Kansas City, it's the Royals. They were leading 9 to 6. Now it is 12 to 6. They've scored three runs between the seventh and the eighth inning. Royals jumped out early. They got nine runs between the first two innings. Eight of those coming off of Adam Wainwright. He didn't make it out of the second inning. He went just into the sec, just into the second inning. He gave up nine hits and eight earned runs. Offensively for the Royals, Bobby Witt Jr. and Salvador Perez 
have been the main thorn in the side of the pitching staff for the Cardinals. They have combined to drive in seven. Perez went four for four. He had a home run, drove in four. Bobby Witt Jr. was two for five, and he drove in three. Offensively for the Cardinals, Lars Newport has three hits. Paul Goldschmidt, 0 for three. Wilson Contreras is two for two with three RBIs. Tyler O'Neill had a two-run home run for the Cardinals as that game is in the top of the ninth inning. Minor League Baseball, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, the Lansing Lugnuts have gone final. 7-3 win for the Lugnuts. They're 48 and 58. The Tin Caps are 54 and 53. All seven runs for the Lugnuts came within the first three innings. Fort Wayne got a run in the third, fifth, and seventh inning. They'll continue that six-game series tomorrow afternoon. The South Bend Cubs and the Lake County Captains. This game is suspended as a result of rain. They're in the bottom of the second inning, and the captains just scored before the delay slash suspension. South Bend only with one hit so far through an inning and a half. The Indianapolis Indians lose to the Nashville Sounds tonight 7-5 to as well. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Eddie Garrison, I'm sorry. I haven't had a chance to chat it up with you. You doing all right? Yes, sir. How about you? You ready for next weekend? Been, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've been ready. I'm absolutely ready. Are you kidding me? 18 years, excuse me. This will be our 30th year uh, of doing uh, high school football. And um, I remember the first night we went on. Uh, I remember it vividly because it was such a disaster. <laughs> it was, you know, back. No, I mean, it really, it really was. I don't, I'm not sure I've ever told you th- this story. And then that first night, uh, remember, I'm, an, I'm a, a former college basketball coach, right? Spent 22 years coaching college basketball. And then uh, Scott Eaker, uh, probably in the worst decision of his life, uh has me do has me host the show with zero experience and 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 then the other part of it too is um you know in our studio you have a a phone set up that has multiple lines and you push a button and bring one of those lines up and then there's a there's a certain way to disconnect that that line right yeah and if you don't do it right then you, you screw things up and well we hadn't. We had maybe. One, I think we did a, a a practice show, if you will, one night, and it, it wasn't. And it was like, hey, we're on next week. We'll see how it goes. Literally, we'll see how it goes. And the idea was to be on on Friday nights during football, and then Friday and Saturday during basket high school football, high school basketball, and so uh, th- that was the plan. And also the plan, Eddie was to give the number out. So the plan was, if you went to a game, if you were a high school football fan and you went to a game on Friday night, the plan was for you to call us after the game and talk about how your team did. Yeah. That, that, was, our, that was our general thought of what, the, you know, it's an ambitious undertaking, quite frankly. No one had ever done it. That no one that we're aware of, especially in Indiana, had never been done. But there were local shows that people would, you know, they, you know, stations in in, uh, in towns would do their own post game show. But this was just taking that local post game show idea and expanding it to the whole state. 
because of Network Indiana, which is a statewide radio network. So we have stations. We have stations all over the state that are part of the network. And so the idea was they're all doing high school sports. They're all involved in it. Let's give them complimentary programming after the game to help them make more money. It's a pretty good idea, don't you think? I would agree. And to answer your question earlier, you were talking about ages of people on the show. I will be turning 25 next month. Yeah, well, you didn't. You didn't need to bring that up, okay? I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm. I've come to the listen. I've come to grips with the fact that none of you were born before the show started. I, I got all that. I'm. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But Eddie, think about this. On that first night, we're giving a number for you to call, right? Yeah. Hey, you want to get on the? You want to join us and talk about the game in your area? Here's our number: one eight hundred. Blah 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 blah. Okay. So imagine me sitting there in the studio on the north side of Indianapolis. Trying to operate And giving the that number out. It, well, no, I didn't have to do that. I well, mean, they, they learned the early night. on. Yeah. The, best thing for, the best thing for me to do was to just talk and stay away from anything electronic. But you know, imagine this as a host. You host, you host shows. You've hosted this show. Yeah. All these things. You're giving a number. You want people to call you. And guess what? Nobody called. Nobody called. <laughs> Nobody called. So how'd you how did you uh, man through the no, night? I mean, man, you know, literally, you just yak it up and and all that. So we're we're and then this happens like for the first two or three weeks, and then then the next thing that happens to us is that people start to call, but they're calling us from bars. And they are reasonably well lubricated <laughs> by the time they decide to call us. Okay? Yeah. And so so here we are, you know, hey, is this Bill from such and such a place? And I watched uh, you know I watched the Panthers beat so and so and then and then boom starts yakking away and you're going, Oh my god, you know, be be ready with the dump button and all of that. Oh, and so yeah. finally after about Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We we dodged a couple bullets, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, I, I sat down. You know, we had a staff meeting every Monday, and I sat down. And I said, "I'm not look. We're changing this. I'm not putting any more uh, inebriated people on the air. I'm not doing that." And it was fine. If that's the way you want to do it, then here's you're going to have to carry the show. And you used to be at the time we started, we were on for three hours. We were on from nine until midnight. And it was from here, this point forward, you have to carry it. And so I started calling coaches and media people and begging them to call. And that's how we got where we are. Eddie Garrison coming up. This is Indiana Sports Talk. NTT IndyCar Series back in action this weekend. Qualifications day for the Gallagher Grand Prix from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. Graham Ray Hall is on the pole from Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. It's the first time that Graham has been on the pole since 2017. And when he was on the pole last in Detroit for the Detroit Grand Prix, he won not one, but two races that weekend. So hopefully the tide can be changing for Graham Ray Hall. Overall, a good day for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing because Christian Lungard, Ray Hall's teammate, he will start second. Alexander Rossi will start third. Pato Award will start fourth. Devlin DeFrancesco will start fifth. And Ramon Grosjean will start sixth. Now, if you're asking, where's the points leader, Alex Pelot, starting? He will be starting P2. 
positional nine, and the guy who was trying to chase him down, Joseph Newgarden, well, he did not have the qualifying run that he hoped for. He will be starting 19th in tomorrow's race. Green flag will drop from IMS at noon. You can watch that on USA Network and on Peacock, and you can listen to it on the IndyCar Radio Network, on the app, or on one of the affiliates for IndyCar. Big news today in IndyCar as well, along with qualifications, is that Elio Castroneves will be stepping down as a full-time driver next season, but he will race one time next year, and that will be for the Indianapolis 500. He is also becoming a minor owner in Meyershank Racing. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Big baseball fan. You know that. We all we like our baseball. Howard Kelman, the Hall of Fame voice of the Indianapolis Indians, join me. Howard, thanks so much for the call. Good night for the good guys tonight, right? Uh, no, but uh, we did get five runs. Oh, uh, no, Nashville. no, no. I must have... I miss I misheard the score. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I about that. I wish you were right. Give I me wish that you score were right. again. Yeah, Nashville no wins. Yeah, Nashville wins seven to five. And to quote the Hall of Famer uh, Roy Campanella, "I'm too old to cry, but it hurts too much to laugh." Uh, just another rough night <laughs> where bases on balls hurt right. the Indians, right. and three Ooh. walks in an inning, then a two-run single. And the game started with a base mm. on balls. Bases on balls will come back to haunt you, plain and simple. Right. And they did tonight, and that was the difference in the game. The Indians got a couple of home runs from Malcolm Nunez and Domingo Leyva, but they were playing catch-up right from the get-go because Nashville scored two in the first, and that was a lead that Nashville never relinquished. You know what? You and I have talked on this show for a long time. You know, we've been on 30 years. My guess is you and I have talked that long. And, and, yes. and invariably, Howard, at some point in the season, we will have this conversation. You you cannot, you know, I used to coach college baseball at Franklin College. Started for four years there. I'm an old, I'm a, you know I'm a huge baseball fan. Yep. But growing up as a kid, you learned, and as a coach, you absolutely said, cannot put base runners on base. You especially can't walk leadoff hitters because they, they're like, I don't know what it is, 70%, 80% of the time, you walk a leadoff hitter, they'll come back to score. When you walk people, they have a high rate of return in terms of scoring. And, you, you know – Unless you're just unloading the basket, unloading the baseball, knocking it all over the park, you put people on, you're going to lose. No, that's exactly right. You put pressure on the pitcher because if he walks somebody, then he says to himself, I have to make a strike, have to throw a strike. If a guy gets a base hit off you, you just say to yourself, I have to execute a better pitch, which is fine. But if you walk somebody, then you say, "Uh oh, I have to throw a strike. And when you have to throw a get me over strike, it is often hit a long, long way. And that's what happens when you walk somebody. It also, Tonight, it's, yeah. it started right. with a leadoff walk. The next batter tripled the left center. The next batter singled. Before most of the fans were in their seats, the Indians already were trailing right. to nothing. Right. 
Yikes. And they they commit two errors. So you're walking people and you're not handling the ball. Uh, you get six hits. That's why you lose seven to five. Yeah, here's the thing about errors, by the way, Bob. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but the overwhelming majority of physical errors are due to poor mental preparation. And that is because guys lose right, their focus right. from pitch to pitch. You should, after a game, an infielder should be exhausted mentally from focusing on every single pitch. But players' minds right. often drift, and when they drift, that's when physical errors are made. Well, let's hope they're dialed in. they got Nashville again tomorrow. Who's on the hill for the Indians? Uh, undecided right now about tomorrow's pitcher. It might be a bullpen day. Sounds good. Howard Kelman, Hall of Fame broadcaster. Indians lose to Nashville 7-5 to five on uh, take each other on tomorrow night. Howard, thanks. I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. Bob, congrats on your 30th anniversary, and as always, thank you, thank very, you very much. much. Thanks. Thanks for the kind words, Howard. Thanks very much. We stay with minor league baseball with the man himself, Brendan King, the voice of the South Bend Cubs. Um, Brendan King, thanks so much for the call. Cubs, I was following the Cubs throughout the night, so but I, I don't know what happened at the end. What happened? Win or lose, well, tell coach, me the good news. Uh, nothing happened at the end, truthfully, Coach, because we were suspended due to rain uh, just a few innings through. So... We'll pick it back up uh, tomorrow. We'll finish the – Come on. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Some rain in Cleveland. But, uh, no, come we'll on. pick What's it up, up again tomorrow. What's up with this rain, for heaven's sakes? Right? I don't know. But, yeah, we'll pick it up tomorrow, 4.30. We'll play the rest of the suspended game. And then game two, it's it's sort of a technical doubleheader. Game two will be a seven-inning ball game coach tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, last week we talked about a rain out. This week we're getting some bad weather, which kind of throws throws people's rhythm off. You know what I mean? You don't understand that. Uh, we don't like rain. No, I definitely can, especially the fact that we're on the road. Now, thankfully, the team hotel here in Eastlake is literally a five-minute walk from the stadium. So it didn't really – Hamper a lot getting to or away from the stadium so guys can go right to bed right after. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it could definitely throw you off on the road, especially that, you know, it changes the schedule completely, right? I mean, you got to yeah, come back yeah. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, you got to come back tomorrow at 4.30 um, and pick up right where you left off. It's going to be a one nothing lead for Lake County picking it up in the third inning tomorrow. So that's a little unique. You're going to be – battling back right away and then you got to play a secondary ball game right after and coach of course we talked last week these are massive games for the south bend cubs just a few games back yeah, in the playoff spot and um you know lake county uh, interestingly enough they're the team that we beat last year for the championship uh they're not in our division so these are not necessarily um crucial games from a opponent standpoint uh if you beat lake county that doesn't help you in the division so you're scoreboard watching but at the same time as you know all games matter and you got to take care of business no matter who's in the other dugout absolutely and the other part of it too is look uh, we're, we're creatures of habit you know sports teams are all about routines all about habits all about developing the proper habits when you get out of that routine, that's not good. It's hard to get back into it. And so, yeah, you know, just want to play. 
They don't want to sit. They don't want to be in the hotel room. They want to play, and not being out there throws you off. It does, but I do think that's where the new style of minor league baseball helps a little, Coach. The fact that you're playing a six-game series. You know, in the old days, right? If you're if this is a three-game series, let's say this is you know Friday, and then you're, the final game of the series is tomorrow. That means you're playing a doubleheader on the last day of the series. Right. Good news in a six gamer uh, tomorrow, you're going to play a doubleheader, but you still have Sunday. So you can at least go home back to the hotel and get some rest. You know, it, again, if this was a three game series, it could definitely throw off your mojo a little bit more six gamer. Uh, you're, you're still set to spend the night in East Lake. So it's going to help out a little bit. Okay. We just want to make sure you're okay, though, right? You're make sure you're happy. You can. That's the thing, coach. I'm calling ball games. I, I'm doing great. Doing great. I'll I'll call yeah. a triple header in one day if it means I get to call ball games. That's all That's good. That's a spirit. That's all right. If they're playing, you're calling them. I like it. All That's right. So what I'm saying. you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned that these are important ball games. They are because we, you know, how much, how many games do we have left in the second half? Not many, Coach. Not many. I mean, there's less than a month to go. We have two home Ooh. stands left, one right. two weeks from now, and then one in the second week of September, and, and that's it. I mean, we have two road trips left. Uh, this one will continue into a second week of the trip next week right. in Grand Rapids, and then we'll uh, we'll see the Fort Wayne Tin Caps at their place two weeks from now. So looking forward to that very much, and uh, going to see Mike Maz and John Nolan and the crew. Uh, that will be our last road trip pending playoffs in Fort Wayne. So that's a great way to close it. Give my best to Mike Moss. He's one of my favorites. Brendan King, one of my favorites. South Bend Cubs rained out. They'll play again tomorrow. Brendan, thanks so much. Enjoy the night. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Coming up. Scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison, busiest guy you know. And it uh, it's a jam-packed weekend in our state, especially in Indianapolis. We got a couple of races. We're racing all over the place. Race fans, you need to be in Indy. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Speaking of, we'll talk some racing when we come back after the scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's recap scores for today in this update, and then we'll preview what's all coming tomorrow. They're in the bottom of the 10th inning at guaranteed rate field between the Brewers and the White Sox. 7-6 advantage right now for Milwaukee. Ghost Runners scored in the top of the 10th inning. Mark Canna doubled that score. Bryce Terang, and now at the dish for the White Sox is Ismani Grandal, Luis Robert is the ghost runner that starts on second for the White Sox as they begin the bottom of the ninth inning. Cincinnati Reds, Pittsburgh Pirates, 9-2 win for the Reds today. They are 61-57. and 57. The Pirates are 52-64. and 64. Ellie De La Cruz, 2-5, for five, and he drove in 3 for the Cincinnati Reds. Chicago Cubs, they go up to Toronto, and they defeat the Blue Jays 6-2. Cody Bellinger with two more hits, including a home run. Cubs are 60-56 and 56 and remain tied with Cincinnati for second. In the National League Central, the Boston Red Sox topped the Detroit Tigers today, five to two. The Tigers are 12 games under 500 at 52 and 64. The Kansas City Royals and the St. Louis Cardinals combined to score 20 runs, and at the end of the day, it was Salvador Perez leading the charge for the Royals in that 12 to eight win over the Cardinals. He went four for four 
Blackman drove in four runs. The Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland Guardians combined to score 17 runs, and the margin of victory for the Tampa Bay Rays was just one. Wander Franco walk-off homer at the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Rays their 70th win. The Lansing Lugnuts defeat the Fort Wayne Tin Caps 7-3. Lake County Captain South Bend Cubs are suspended in the bottom of the second for, uh, South Bend trailing one nothing, and the Indians fall to the sound 7-5. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Busy race weekend. Busy race weekend. Uh, we got races. If you're in Indianapolis right now, which we hope you are, you're, you are in for a treat. It's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. So we are glad you're here. If you're passing through, we're glad. Be safe. Uh, and if, while you're here, let's talk a little racing. Tony Donahue joins me. Fans Place app. Tony, how are you? You were out at Raceway Park tonight, so give me give me your report about what's happening out at IRP. Yeah, Hendricks County, your old stomping grounds, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good night. Um, Arca, the Arca Series, which is a couple steps down from NASCAR, returned here during the pandemic in 2020, and it's one of America's best short tracks. And the trucks came back here last, right. last year, the Crown right. Truck Series, so... Um, it was a, it was a time of Jeski show this this evening. Started out front, led almost every lap, um, and was dominant in the victory. But the big story was Shane Van Ginsbergen, who won at Chicago on the streets a few weeks ago uh, in NASCAR competition, and he made his truck debut tonight. Uh, finished somewhere outside of the top twenty, but he's just gaining experience. But yeah, great night. It was an awesome crowd uh, from Lucas Oil Raceway Park. Uh, outside of it being pretty humid, uh, it was certainly a great night. You got two races, and uh, kind of as the, the the second and third race of the day, we had the Indy Next Series today at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Hunter McElroy picking up his first win of the season. Um, that's the step down from the NTT IndyCars Series, and then Graham Rahal, Christian Lungard, the Rahal Letterman Lanigan teammates, qualifying on the front row for tomorrow's Gallagher Grand Prix. Then you get Xfinity tomorrow afternoon, and the Verizon 200 caps it off. And, and Bob, what's really cool about this weekend, and it brings all, all the race fans together, and if you're in Indianapolis, right. more than likely follow both IndyCar and NASCAR. Um, you know, a lot of times there's like a tug of war of, of which series is better. Uh, but this is kind of a weekend everybody comes together. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's cool to see some of the NASCAR drivers today uh, checking out the IndyCar paddock. Uh, we'll see some of the IndyCar drivers uh, over the next 24, 48 hours checking out the NASCAR paddock. Uh, it's a shame it's probably going to go away next year with the NASCAR uh, Cup race returning to the Oval in the Brickyard 400. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, uh, maybe they could find a weekend where they do it again or possibly find uh, maybe another track to do this at. But uh, just an overall really fun weekend, and uh, it was just cool to be a part of it today. And uh, we're, we're just kind of getting started over the next 48 hours with IndyCar, um, the Xfinity Series, and the NASCAR Cup Series on Sunday. All right, let me, let's go back and talk about uh, the IndyCar qualifying. You mentioned uh, uh, Ray Hall, uh, Graham Ray Hall on the pole. Um, I think it, everyone understands this is quite the turnaround from the month of May where it didn't go well at all for the team, and especially for Graham, uh, not qualifying but in, in the race because of an injury to Stefan Wilson. But um, what a, what a turnaround for these guys. They've got to be ecstatic about this day. 
Yeah, and they were really good on the road course uh, back in May with Christian Lungar setting on the pole. Graham had a pretty good run. He got knocked out and then moved back up from about 25th to 9th. Um, so we knew they'd be fast here. They made some changes after Indy and the disappointment of not making the field with one of their cars. Yes, Graham got in, as you mentioned, but uh, still one of the Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan cars, the 15, went home. Um, I, had a, I had a long walk with Graham Ray Hall today, actually. Uh, and, you know, there had been a lot of rumors of he should go to another team or he should retire. And I started a conversation with, you know, Graham, mm. you're 30 years old. I'm 34 years old. The word retire is not in our vocabulary. What's going on? <laughs> it's easier to, 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 you know, to want to do that, but you got to keep pushing on. Uh, but he made a good point. He said, you know, and that there, there comes a time in your career, whether you're a race car driver or in radio or whatever you do, where you got to kind of look out and say, all right, where am I at? Am I going in the right direction? And maybe I need to reach out and see what others around me think. And, and he's talked to a few other teams uh, in the series. He's talked to uh, some owners, and there has been interest from other teams. Now, he told me he's not going to leave Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. And I said, well, you know, you have a really good taste in your mouth today. Lungard second. You're on the pole. You're on the front row at Mid-Ohio. You've got to feel like this is moving forward, and this is a team that you want to continue. You know, you had the lowest of lows. Do you really want to leave and go to their team when you could possibly bring this team some of the highest of highs? So right. uh, what a great day for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. Jack Harvey had a good qualifying run with, 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 with an eighth-place effort. He'll actually start 14th with a six-spot grid penalty tomorrow. But, yeah, huge for Graham Ray Hall. First pole in six years. Um, just ecstatic, you know, to come back and – and, you know, he, he, he said he wanted to move on from that qualifying weekend in the 500 as quickly as possible. And sometimes there's, there's, there's a little blessing in disguise that things happen for a reason, and, and I think he learned that. And um, I know he's excited to uh, lead the field to green tomorrow at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's a pretty interesting story. I mean, the, the turnaround, as I pointed out, and as you pointed out, is, is, is really a, a gratifying one. It's insane that people would think he, he, if he's going to to even mention retirement. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm 72. I can get away with it, right? But the guy's 30. <laughs> so please stop this. Um, all right. So uh, today, obviously, we had uh, qualifications for IndyCar. Tomorrow, we got uh, we had X. We have we had an Xfinity today too, right? No. So today was all no. about. Uh, IndyCar and then the IndyCar. next the step down, right? Uh, right. Which which is which is cool. Um, it was nice to see them get, um, you know, it was it was nice to see them get some some time this weekend as well. This is the first time that the Indy Next Series has been at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with NASCAR and with uh, IndyCar. So it's the second race there. Um, so a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see Xfinity tomorrow, man. It's it's a it's a jam packed day tomorrow and if you're a fan of racing you're going to get to see uh, everything that you need to see from indycar to nascar to xfinity um so much fun to be out there you've got xfinity practice starting early in the morning then qualifying cup practice and cup qualifying then indycar race at two and the xfinity race tomorrow at 5 30 so um a little bit of rumor mill alex Pillow is now rumored to not be going to mclaren so that's an added storyline uh, he all but has the championship wrapped up. Did not have the best qualifying effort today. Right. As a lot of drivers that, um, you know, are atop of the point standings heading into really these final races here over the next couple of weeks with, with St. Louis, Portland, and Laguna to wrap things up. But but you look at Alex Pelot starting ninth. I mean, a lot of drivers would obviously take that. 
but you expect him after dominating in May, qualifying and winning the race um, in, on the road course in early May, you'd expect him to be a little bit higher up. Scott McLaughlin, Team Penske, starts 11th. Colton Herta, who's won this race uh, on, on the road course, 13th. Last week's winner, Kyle Kirkwood, starts 15th. And then Dixon Power, Marcus Harrington, and Joseph Newgarden start in rows 8 and 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. And then also in row is a guy who's won at this road course race in his only career IndyCar win, and that's Renus VK. So you do have a lot of drivers um, in the middle of the field that maybe try to do different strategies, maybe try to undercut when it comes to, to pitting. This, this race seems to get spread out. This race seems to have a very minimal yellow flag, so it's hard to gain track position. So you got to try uh, to move up through the field with some pit strategy, different tire strategy. Uh, and by the way, it could possibly rain tomorrow a little bit mm. uh, throughout the That kind of throws a wrench in there as well. Go back to Palou. Uh, Palou, I'm sorry. What's up the contract-wise? What, what's going on with this guy? I mean, it's almost like a soap opera. You know, this time last year, yeah. really after last year, it was, oh, he's got a chance to go to McLaren. And, and Zach Brown, who, who runs McLaren, can kind of be uh, shady, for lack of a better term. And Palo was going to go to McLaren. That would have given him a chance and say have a Formula One team to possibly go to F1. Now, all of a sudden, we learned today that that might not happen. Uh, the, the talk was Chip Ganassi was going to lose his IndyCar champion in Alex Pillow and also lose his Indianapolis 500 winner from last year in Marcus Erickson. Uh, now we'll see. Does possibly Pillow get a Formula One ride? Uh, I'll believe that when I see that. Uh, but but why would you want to leave the 10 car where uh, right. you were the Indy 500 runner-up, you were um, the champion two years ago, could be the champion again. So I don't know why you want to leave that 10 car. Tony Donahue, the man himself, take a look at uh, the Fans Place app for all his great work. Tony, thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Bob. We'll recap tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Thank you. Short break. Eddie Garrison coming up for that. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's take a look at the sports schedule for tomorrow. Uh, NFL preseason action, Indianapolis Colts. They are in Buffalo taking on the Bills. That is a 1 o'clock Eastern kick. You can watch that on your local CBS affiliate. The Chicago Bears are also in action tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. They will play on NFL Network. That game also 1 o'clock Eastern. In Major League Baseball, Chicago Cubs, Toronto Blue Jays, Game 2 of that three-game series at 3.07 Eastern. The Cleveland Guardians and the Tampa Bay Rays Continue their series from Tampa Bay tomorrow at 410 Eastern. Likewise with the Detroit Tigers in the Boston Red Sox. Cincinnati Reds, Pittsburgh Pirates. That's an evening affair between the two teams for game number two of that three-game set at 7.05. Ten minutes after that, the Chicago White Sox and the Milwaukee Brewers will play at 7.15 Eastern. You can catch that game on Fox. And finally tomorrow, St. Louis Cardinals. They will continue their road trip series in Kansas City against the Royals at 7.15 Eastern. Minor League Baseball, the South Bend Cubs will play a doubleheader. They will resume their game from tonight. That's in the bottom of the second inning in Lake County. Captains leading one to nothing, and then they will play the second game, the initially scheduled game for tomorrow, 35 minutes after game one, and that will be a seven-inning game. 
Fort Wayne Tin Caps and the Lansing Lugnuts will play their fifth game of the six-game set at 7.05, much like the Indianapolis Indians. They will be playing the Nashville Sounds at 7.05 from Victory Field. And the NTT IndyCar Series, they're in action at IMS for the Gallagher Grand Prix Green Flag at noon Eastern. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Eddie Garrison, well done tonight. Great job. Thank you. And it's actually, tell me about the Colts. Yeah, I was going to say 2 o'clock tell- Eastern for the race tomorrow, not noon. My bad. Two I got o'clock. the date wrong. Right. I got the no date problem. at noon. Uh, but what about it's the Colts? All right. Colts and Buffalo tomorrow. Tell me what you think. Uh, I think it's good that Anthony Richardson. It's a Richardson, preseason game. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, what I, you know my feelings about it, but, but tell me anyway. Um, I think it matters to the sense of Anthony Richardson just getting some reps tomorrow and seeing yeah, what he looks absolutely. like. Because right. um, from all accounts, it sounds like the Buffalo Bills are going to start majority of their starters on the defensive side, so it'll be a good uh-huh. test because uh, I think that was the second scoring defense last year, so it'll be a good test to see him. The rest of the stars go out there. I'm more yeah. interested about how the offensive line performs because a lot of Anthony Richardson's su- success mm. will be connected to how that offensive line uh, bounces back and performs tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, they underperformed most of the year uh, last year, but that's that's last year. Yeah, I think you're right. I think more than anything is uh, get your number one pick on the field. Uh, let him see what he's up against. Uh, I mentioned it earlier tonight. I think they always tell you that the, the, the biggest surprise people have, uh, whatever, whether it's NFL, uh, NBA, uh, what have you, is, is the speed and quickness and the pace of the game it's much different than what you've ever been experienced uh you, that you've ever experienced and there's no way to understand it until you're in the middle of it yeah i mean practice pace is one speed and then you get to training camp and you're doing game-like speed it, but it's still not the game speed you see right uh, come sundays in the nfl so i'm just interested to see uh how richardson uh bounces back when he faces adversity because just like every other rookie they're going to face adversity at some point uh, in their first start against some actual NFL players. Eddie Garrison. All right, Eddie, 30 years on the air. What do you want to know? What's the one question you'd like to know about the show that you don't Ooh. already know? Um, a good what question. What is your favorite moment of doing the show for 30 years? Uh, is there a particular seriously? moment that stands out yeah. to you? Oh, yeah. Which yeah, one? No, no question. Yeah, um, having my grandson on the first time he was on. My grandson, we have one grand, we have one child, one grandchild. So they're both spoiled, and I don't care what you think. So Jack is playing uh, Little League Baseball. He, he was maybe, I don't know, eight, nine years old, right? And he's playing, you know, Haverford Little League up in, up in Indy. And uh, um, so we go up and we watch him, right, and – He's as cute as can be. He's a left-hander, um, and he's nice. uh, he's not a bad little ba- not yeah. a bad little baseball player, right? And so um, they win, and this is on you know like a, it's a Saturday Saturday afternoon game, right? And I tell my I tell my daughter Steph, I said I want you to call the show, all right? I want you to get Jack with you, call the show, and I said I want you to review if you have to go uh, if you have to go on YouTube. But I want you to go to Bull Durham, the movie Bull Durham, and I want you to go to the speech where Crash tells Nuke 
uh, go, you know, goes through the uh, interviews after the game. I'm just happy to be here. Hope I can help the, you know, help the ball club. You know that whole interview, right? Yeah, yeah. My my grandson calls. I put him on the air and I said, "So, Jack, tell me about, tell me about your day today. Congratulations on the win." And Eddie, my hand to God, he goes, "Hey, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I hope I can help the ball <laughs> club." Great. I mean, he go literally. He goes through the whole speech, and I have tears in my eyes. I'm laughing so hard. Uh, and that was his, you know, that was his first time on, on the air. And um, you know, t- in terms of favorite moment, you know, that was. That was pretty good. That was pretty good stuff. That's that's hard to talk. Oh yeah, that's um, great. I'd never heard my that first one inter- my first interview was Max Schumacher, the owner of the Indianapolis Indians. That was our, that was my first on air interview. So there you go, Eddie. Now stick around. We got a little bit more to go. There you go. There you go. Well, we're back. Short break. We'll come back. Some final thoughts on Indiana sports talk. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. And there are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. By signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Once again, they're website driven to save lives.org eddie garrison last time tonight so um yeah bull durham bull durham story uh is is a good one uh i will tell you one of my favorite interviews eddie yep uh this is back and i and it, it's embarrassing i don't remember the coach's name his football coach northern indiana during the sectionals one year he calls me and uh, it sounds to me like he's outside, walking outside, right? Makes makes zero sense to me. They've played a football game. Yeah. And I said, Coach, let me ask you a question. I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm walking back. Uh, I'm on highway something. I forget the highway. <laughs> he said, I told our kids that if we, we had never beaten our opponent, he said, I told them, if we beat these guys, I'll walk back to school. <laughs> and I said, so – I said, so what, what was the temperature? And he goes, you know, like 28 degrees. I said, um, uh, how far is the caravan behind you? He said, honestly, Bob, as far as you can see, there are headlights behind us. And I said, well, you know, congratulations on the win. Now think about this. They've just won this ball game, and he is freezing to death, and he takes the time to call me, right? He yeah. calls me walking back. Uh, to the high school, and um, I, I thought that I thought that was that was fun. Uh, how do you not like that kind of interview? Or the superintendent of, of the uh, of North White Schools? They win. Uh, you know, this is a football. I think they won. The, they won the championship that year, or they they won the semi something. They big win, and he's he is on um, a, a fire truck. Got it. And the fire truck is, you know, clanging the bell and this, that, and the other. They're driving around the courthouse square, <laughs> right? And this is the superintendent. This is the superintendent. Call- he calls me, right? My all-time favorite interview, though, is uh, with a colleague of mine, Network Indiana, also at the time uh, owned Agra America, a farm network, and my colleague Jeanette Merritt uh, up in uh, – Northern India, up around Peru. Her kids go to Maconaqua. And so she calls me 
This is God's honest truth. You can't make this up. Calls me from her combine. She's in the fields. She's uh, no. She's way. harvesting crops. My swear, I swear to God, it's a Friday night. It's a Friday night in the fall, right? And there, yeah. and she's in the combine, and so she's in communication with her family. They're at the game, and she's out in the she's in the combine, and she calls me. And she goes, Bob, I just wanted to call you and tell you the mechanical all won, so and so. And I said, you, and I said, Jeanette. You made my night. Eddie Garrison, you made my night. Thanks so much. Thanks to Eddie. Thanks to Sam Fritz. Thanks to our great stations around the state. Thanks to all of you for 30 years. You've made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, a legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.